What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Welcome to Stinger Madness, the podcast about bad movies by bad movie lovers for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. This is the year five in review part one. Uh, If you've never listened to a year in review episode, what we do is we each break down our 10 favorite bad movies that we saw in the previous year of podcasting. So what we tell everybody is this is the ones that you want to watch more than anything that we've ever talked about. Hello, Sam and Jackie. Hello. Good. <laughs> well, you just said hello. You didn't ask me anything. Yeah, I, you know, I, you're you're on a you're on a podcast. You okay. get you got to talk. You got to use your mouth. Yeah. Start mouth using you. I had some biscuits and gravy for breakfast. I was gonna say that this episode was brought to you by indigestion. Indigestion. Beca- because I had chicken and waffles again. That's uh, dumb. Making a terrible decision. I had half of the chicken and waffles and my stomach feels like it's about to burst like like alien there's gonna be a little chicken that comes out of there and is like hello my baby it's gross i can't believe you did it again and so it takes me like six months to forget how hard it hurts to after you do it it's so delicious though it's so good and i seriously was like i'm gonna eat only half the chicken and waffles i'll be fine no no nope. no you can't do it the first bite hits your mouth and then you actually start talking like this Oh, so good. Oh, my God. And you just shovel it in. And then you can't. It's like there for two days. Right. It just becomes. It's it's like a bag of cement. Yeah. Jackie? I had a Diablo platter, uh, which that, is uh, jalapeno inf- infused bacon and sausage uh-huh. with eggs and french fries, all smothered in cheese sauce. Is this episode being brought to you by, by diarrhea? Okay, all right. <laughs> I, mean, I you... didn't even make it out of the restaurant. I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> fireia!" I think I'll, I think I'll stick with the indigestion. That sounds not pleasant. <laughs> and then it's like I barely made it home before the second round hit. I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this was totally worth it, though." El Diablo strikes again. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, are you guys ready to get into this? Yeah. I suppose. Okay. All right. I guess we can dance around it for so long, but uh, let's start with number 10. Um, my number 10 this year, favorite movie of all time, well, podcast all year. of all time, uh, I Believe in Santa Claus, the Christmas movie we did this year about uh, the magical trip to Santa's house. Uh, the two precocious scamps take while Santa fights terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> and then feeds his elf. I'm still not sure what goes on with the, his neighbor goblin thing. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the ogre? Is that, I can't yeah, I tell if he's, he's actually fighting him or subsidizing him. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I feel like, no, he doesn't like him, but then when I reevaluate the situation, it's like, I, no, I think he's feeding him his elves. Yeah, I, th- I think they've got or, a pretty solid agreement going or on. Or children that meander up to the North Pole when they just wander onto flights. It, it's, it's, he's, like, he's like Krastus from Game of Thrones. Like He's got an agreement with the White Walkers. Like, here, 
eat a baby. Sure. You know, I don't need them. I've got plenty. And, and so you have an amicable relationship. Yeah, sure, it's tenuous. But, you know, you can uh, hang out in your weird law. I'm pretty sure that Game of Thrones is based off of I Believe in Santa Claus. I think I read that somewhere. So that makes sense. Well, yeah. Isn't the guy that runs the Black Watch Santa? Right. <laughs> <laughs> this was also my number 10. Was Oh, it's also New York. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I'm with you. I like the singing because mm-hmm. it was. It's crap. It's crap. It's total crap. And, uh, you know, there's nothing like a tooth fairy to save the day. Yeah. Was she a tooth fairy? She's she's, she's some kind of fairy. Tooth fairy-esque, for sure. I thought she was the tart fairy. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, she's, she is pretty hot. She's super hot. Um, and the backstory about it, being just a vehicle to sell her soundtrack uh-huh. that she couldn't even do because she broke her contract yeah. and even make... I mean, it's just like... It's everything you want in a shit movie... And it's a Christmas movie, which usually I fucking hate Christmas movies. But this is after I would be willing to say after a Christmas story, this is my favorite Christmas movie. Period. I like Unironically. it. I like it because, you know, the janitor hits that kid with a thing of plaster it's, right in the face. Yeah. I mean, the Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas. Treat the nerdy poor kid like shit. You know, he doesn't have a family. Hit him with some he's, brick mortar. He's got an ugly duckling above his bed at night. I oh, mean, God. His, his life is shit. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you little fucker. Uh, All because his parents have been kidnapped by terrorists. <laughs> and it's not like they have this, their country's doing a hard line, we don't negotiate with terrorists. It's like <laughs> his parents have been kidnapped and there's no negotiations because the government couldn't find the phone. <laughs> right. They just haven't even bothered to try. Do you want to? I don't know. I don't really care one I way do, or another. Has there been who's kidnapped? What? Wait, Santa? Santa. Santa's going to go into Africa? Like, does does Santa get in trouble with the UN? Like, you can't just go in there, Santa. You've you've made a bad situation worse. Like, is there congressional hearings for Santa? (laughs) I think the UN probably just has, like, freelancers cards that they hand out to people, and Santa's got one of those. Oh, like like a... if you get captured, uh, yeah. we're going to disavow all knowledge of your existence type thing, and you end up in a uh, gulag. Yeah. Pretty and hard, though, to uh, you know say that he doesn't have knowledge of him, right? Because he's given the monkeys and the trees gifts. Right. That's true. Santa has been there before. They like The monkeys are like, fucking, what are you doing here, Santa? It's not Christmas Day yet. It's Christmas Eve. Well, here's your presents, monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> the monkeys are like, yeah. Sweet. I don't remember that part of the Santa lore where he gives animals presents. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that's really a thing. Yeah, God, that movie. But is notice so how he snubbed the alligator that was going <laughs> to eat him in the, in the lake. And he's like, no present for you, yeah, butthole. That's what he, you know, the alligator had actually written Santa a Christmas letter. And his request was the better part of your leg. <laughs> <laughs> You've been a naughty boy. alligator. <laughs> Here's some coal for you. And then the alligator eats the coal and dies. Yeah. Because Santa's a horrible person. <laughs> it turns upside down and starts bloating. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe in Santa Claus. Good pick, Jackie, and good pick me. Sam, you're number 10. It was almost, I believe, in Santa Claus, but it was slightly narrowed out mm. by Howling 2. Ah, uh, your sister's your werewolf. Your has been stopped by Rap Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was the only way that I, instead of tossing a coin, I was like, well, this one doesn't have Reb Brown in it. Uh-huh. So I'm going with the one that does. Uh, and I don't know why I like Reb Brown so much, because he stinks. He's 
tough. He's tough. He's really tough to deal with. He's like when we watch Fan- uh, The Phantom and the every 10 seconds you're like, it's okay, it's me, Billy Zane, and he's smiling. Uh-huh. Red Brown's like doing the antithesis of that every time. Like, right. The camera cuts to him. You're like, ah, it's him again. Oh, man. You just made me grumpy, Red Brown. Yeah. But you do like Red Brown. And I, 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 I guess he does have a following because there's so many of his movies that just blow ass, right? All of them. All of them. <laughs> um, I just can't stand that guy. Just he's, can't stand the Red Brown. He's such a doofus. He's a doofus. That's why I like it. I think that he's just... He's such a bad idea for a leading man that right. I just can't get over it. So every time I'm just giggling to myself, like, this guy, really? This guy's awesome. He just can't do any of it. I mean, it's, he's like, the first time he walks in, and his agent is like, dude, you're going to like this guy. He's big. That's what I got to say. Okay, well, yeah. we need a big guy. Come on in. And he hits his head on the doorway as he comes into the producer's office and goes, oh, I'm Red Brown. Yeah. And they're like, you are it, sir. <laughs> yeah. Or he doesn't even do that. He just stands there blankly Mouth in silence and no one says anything until finally they're like, hi. And he's like, sorry, I was just thinking about tits and burgers. <laughs> yep. I, st- I still think and I'm he gonna hits go, his head on the way in. And I'm going to go back to doing that right now. Yeah, right. Close your mouth, Reb. <laughs> Can't eat burgers and tits with your mouth closed. Even imaginary ones. <laughs> <laughs> he would be um, 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 in the producer's office. What are you doing? I'm um, I'm imagine milking. Oh, gross! <laughs> oh my god! I was going to bring in Christopher Lee into this conversation, but now oh, I don't want to. Oh, yeah. It's like that's yeah. an insult to Sir Christopher. We're Lee. not even talking about the movie at all. Just Red Brown. Yeah, it's like oh, all right. Yeah, he was in there. Sybil Danning had some nice outfits. Yeah, Sybil Danning's always some great. Nice not outfits. Yeah, some not nice outfits. I, I mean, I love her. I think it's, she again is like Red Brown, where there's not a movie that she's in that just doesn't stink you have to talk about these movies that these two were in and you put them together and it's like oh my god mm. why is this not like I, the howling 2 is a thing but like yeah. it should be more of, more a, thing. of a thing i i love that it too. makes no sense None. at any level zero i was astounded because it was my first it was the first time i had seen it mm-hmm. so i was just taken back the whole time going did they pay attention to the sentence they wrote before the sentence they're on? And are they thinking about the next sentence as these three might be able to work together? And that never happened. It never happened. Like, your sister's a werewolf is just a guy ruins an orgy. That is the plot. And damn, Christians. so he's an undead wizard. And he's also an undead wizard. That's what? not a werewolf thing. Yeah, but then he, I guess... BTW, I guess you're going to die, too, because you're both horrible abominations that shouldn't be allowed to live, I guess. <laughs> right, right. And you're going to both kill each other because you want to do it again, because I think you did it before. And the only reason this whole scenario is coming up is because she's having a birthday party. That's it. They could have addressed this the week before in their relationship. Two weeks later, yeah. it's just because she's having a birthday party and he wasn't invited. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> Well, you know, people do some fucked up shit when they feel like they've gotten the shaft. Right. Well, but I mean, the movie Get should... Get it? The shaft, because it's an orgy right. birthday party. Oh, oh, yes! 
All right. I think that's a, that was an awesome that's joke. A, that's a pretty hard victory lap you just took right there for that <laughs> joke. <laughs> um, there's no consequences to her birthday party. It's no. just a birthday party. It's not like when the queen of the werewolves uh, has her birthday and the stars are aligned, the forces of nature will rise against mankind and we must stop that from happening. The only way to prevent the apocalypse is to make sure she doesn't get cake. That doesn't that line uh, of dialogue does not exist in that movie. The consequence of her birthday party is literally she has some punch yeah. and opens up presents. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Let's fuck that shit up. Yeah. Fuck werewolves. Burn this mother to the ground. <laughs> and then you didn't invite baby me. Baby bang. Do you check your mail? I don't. It's probably in there. I just Whoa, I I have thought I've made some bad decisions. You don't call. You don't write. I also to go back to Reb Brown, not being Reb Brown, but mm-hmm. well, because he's still just Reb Brown here. Right. But the character really aids in his Reb Brownness mm-hmm. because his lines of dialogue are from like Reb Brown's character, whatever his name is, is standing in a corner. The screenplay probably reads like this. And then he just says something like, I can't take this shit anymore. I'm going to whip some ass. <laughs> like, take what shit and whip whose ass? He's constantly just like. They're like outside of a store. So I'm like, this is enough. I, this is all I can handle. <laughs> now it's time to do something about it. Do something about what to who. I'm just, mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you doesn't even align. Just get the sandwich you want. <laughs> well, the cameras aren't even on, Rab. No. <laughs> I'm whimpering her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, what is this guy? Who needs to be body slammed today? <laughs> Dude, you know, he's the one that takes the pickles from the craft cart and throws them at people. Because <laughs> so, yeah, that's you, a you, you know he's the one. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's the uh, pickle thrower of the group. Every <laughs> every group has one. He's, he's got always, the, he, you can you can sense it. Uh-huh. You look in his eyes and you can tell he's a pickle thrower. Yeah, well, he, I don't think he is. <laughs> he's like, ooh, today they've been uh, sliced off, so now they'll stick to things. I think that he's <laughs> doesn't make sense. I'm going to accuse him of not liking pickles at all because he just he can't stand having pickle fingers, like smelling like pickles you think so what's what's red brown smell like old spice <laughs> like jerky. a lot of it uh, <coughs> yeah howling three your sister's a werewolf two two howling two I don't, what, three. I don't know if i've ever seen three three is the marsupials jackie and i like oh the yeah no i have yeah it's pretty fun okay. uh number nine from me ninja the final duel Remember this one, Sam? Well, here's the problem. Uh-huh. They're all the same, and I can't tell them apart anymore. <laughs> this is one of the uh, Richard Harrison ones, right? Uh, it, no. This is the Taiwanese one. The Taiwanese ninjas, where the plot of the movie is... Oh, no. I forgot about this. I liked this. Yeah. No, this 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 is as ninja as ninja gets, um, yeah. without Shokusugi in it, because Shokusugi is an actual ninja these Taiwanese guys are clearly not ninjas. Um, they There's one Shaolin guy who's a real dick and he wants to end, or he, he's a ninja and he wants to end the Shaolin. And so the entire plot is him trying to take out the Shaolin, but there there's three yeah. good ninjas who are trying to fight him as well. That's all very cliche as far as a ninja movie plot, but what the wonder of, ninja the final duel is is how far removed from ninjaing it actually is and i'm talking about 
a, a movie genre that is based on bullshit, like yeah. smoke grenades and vanishing and ninja stars and catching them and uh, weapons that don't make sense. Imagine it's- all that and then tossing in some ninjas who cross lakes while riding on inflatable spiders that may actually be spiders. They're supposed to be giant riding spiders. They're like horses. This is when I get to come in for this conversation because I did see the giant riding spiders and they were quite awesome. It doesn't make sense. None of it made sense. I also thought that at the end when they actually have the final duel, Mm -hmm. the evil guy Goes with uh, mid-thigh shorts. Yeah, right. Like, wait a second. You have ninja beachwear? Ninja beachwear. Because he still had the headgear on. Right. But like, then he's got, like, an old-timey bathing suit. <laughs> as if the 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 leader of the evil ninjas gets up in the morning and, and checks his uh, AccuWeather.com forecast and says, Oh, I think it's going to be sunny today. I should put on my ninja shorts. Yeah. <laughs> There's no... Set up for it. He's just wearing ninja shorts. Mm-hmm. And th- they're not shorts that is are being worn by a ninja. They're ninja they're shorts. They're ninja shorts. They're ninja beach shorts. Right. They're specifically for ninja beach wear. Right. Like, there's not a- shorts that a ninja's wear. These are from the ninja beach wear catalog. Right. There's a catalog that the ninjas order from. Like Sky Mall. Yeah. But for ninja. But for ninjas only. <laughs> So their speaker statue Sasquatch has a headband. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's also got all the other uh, staples of bad ninjing, like uh, ninja burrowing, of course, is one of my favorite. Ninja burrowing's fun. Um, uh, Then him, the bad guy, another point about him is he just randomly laughs and disappears. Like, he just vanishes. Oh, yeah. Like, he's not pulling the Batman because Bat- I guess Batman disappears because it's cool. Yeah. Is it intimidating when Batman does it, or is it just cool? I think it's intimidating. Everything that Batman does is for intimidation. He disappeared. I'm intimidated. Yeah. Is that how it works? Because now you don't know where he's coming from. Oh, he could be, he could be over he, there He now. could be anywhere. Okay. This ninja guy appears to just disappear because of laughter like it's a side effect of him having a really good time shit i disappeared i laughed so hard i disappeared again that's his tra- <laughs> that's the exhaust pipe on his transportation powers right? oh, god damn it i'm over here now i yeah. didn't i wasn't done telling the joke <laughs> there was also in this one they had like all these different masters of different styles right. that came in and would and, fight and we each get, other like, a powerpoint about them yeah. at the beginning of it and the it got so sidetracked with these other masters and they never really got along and started fighting each other to a, to the point that halfway through watching this, I forgot the bad guy was the bad guy. Right. <laughs> the only, it, I was like, oh, he's the bad guy again. By the time I figured out, I, I was, it was like, but why is he wearing beach shorts? <laughs> Cause it wasn't until the end of it was like, oh yeah, that's the bad guy. Right. I think. <laughs> uh, I really, I, th- man, like, it is hard to describe what takes place in Ninja the Final Duel because it's so much non-plot-based stuff that makes it bananas, but it's such a non-ninja film in its attempt to be a ninja film. Like, it's as far away from being a, a quote-unquote ninja film that it's trying to be. It's yeah. like, it's 
room-esque in that way. Like, Tommy, you've gone so far away from the genre of drama that you're not drama now because you're trying so hard to be drama. It's trying so hard to be a ninja movie that it completely has stopped being a ninja movie. Absolutely. It's a lot like that Hong Kong picture that was trying to copy Common Rider that we liked so much. Yeah. That all of a sudden it's like, well, you guys have gone into left field and you're not you're not actually copying that at all anymore. Man, this is the most ninja shit we've that's ever been that they're that's what they're saying and yeah. it's like nope. Uh-uh. You understand ninjas less than the Shaw brothers and that's really hard. <laughs> right. Like really hard. <laughs> Uh, if you haven't seen or heard of Ninja the Final Duel, it's a duel. I just yeah. cannot not duel. say duel. Um, Google it. Uh, it's free on the YouTubes, yeah. so I, make sure you watch that. That would have totally edged out my next pick had I remembered it. I totally forgot Son about that Son of a movie. bitch. You blew it. No, sort of. You remembered, so we're fine. Oh, okay. Yay. Bases are covered. Sam, what's your number nine? Because this is a thin year, apparently. It's Howard the fucking Duck. Whoa! <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Yeah. And what sucks about this worse is that now I feel like I've seen Howard the Duck more than ten times in my life. <laughs> and you're on a very you're in a very exclusive club with that, Sam. Yeah. There's not a whole you're lot of people. You're watching it for the duck tits. Yeah, right. So... You know, like, there's some movies you're like, oh, it just keeps getting better every time I watch it. <laughs> Except for that one. <laughs> what I have here is that Howard the Duck keeps almost getting viewable. <laughs> <laughs> like, I almost like it a little bit every time, <laughs> but not quite. Best, best 10 movies of the year. <laughs> a movie I don't like. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. But it is holding higher standing a little bit than it used to. <laughs> so you did like it more on this viewing than you did last time. Every time it almost keeps it getting almost, worse. almost <laughs> getting viewable. I think that it's the song. It really sticks with you. The, Howard the Oh man, where I, he's on stage and he's rocking out. That and, song sucks so That movie's hard. just a pile of shit. It's honestly not as bad as its reputation, yeah, though. No, I mean, it's not. it's not Leonard Part 6, and it gets treated like Leonard Part 6 because it it was such a bad decision in general to do. But really, I mean, I had never seen it since I was a kid, yeah. and I didn't really give a shit when I was a kid um, other than the duck tits. I almost enjoyed it. Like, surprisingly, it's not as bad as people make it sound. It is too hated. It shouldn't yeah. receive the hate that it does. Right. Because I think that it's actually like two stone throws and a hop away from being awesomely bad. Right. It just isn't. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's boring. Yeah. I thought you I thought you, you liked, liked it going in, but then yeah, you didn't like it as much afterwards. I yeah. Guess. I, you know, it's childhood memories and watching it as an adult. I'm like, oh, a film about bestiality. It's, there's some uncomfortable things. In that movie, for sure. And, you know, I just... Unintended uncomfortableness. It's so forgettable for me. So yeah. it, it didn't make my list at all. Okay. Yeah. That's what all right. shouldn't make anyone's list. Because <laughs> I made your list. Yeah. I don't know why. I just like... I, I, and I looked at it a couple times. I'm like, God damn it. Fine, Howard the Duck. <laughs> getting the call to the majors, buddy. The big leagues. Um... Yeah, it's it's a weird film with some really solid good things that are done in it, but then it's just surrounded by why am I watching this? Because I don't care. Yeah. Like 
there's not like Howard is a flawed character in general, but as soon as he gets to Earth, you kind of just are like, it's not that I don't like you, Howard. Yeah, I just don't notice you. Like if he, if Howard the Duck was watching walking down the street, you would look based on how you feel about this movie. You'd be like, huh? Okay, whatever. I guess I've seen weirder things than a duck wearing a suit walking around. You know, whatever. Yeah. I, I just kind of don't care, Howard, that you're a duck that walks around. It, that's what that film does to walking and talking ducks. It's a, it's a, it sets them back. Yeah. <laughs> Howard the duck, you've set back talking and walking duck relations fifty years. <laughs> I saw two ducks get in a fight yesterday. Oh yeah, who won? Yeah. The mallard. And they both kind of just flew off. <laughs> So I don't really. I, so I was anticlimactic. I like was unable to declare a victor. <laughs> but I did. I had never seen ducks squabble before. I was like, oh, apparently ducks get in fights. How about that? Was it better than Howard the Duck? Would you rather it didn't watch have that? Tim Robbins in it? Oh yeah, that's Tim Robbins hard. is pretty good that's in this. Hard to, uh, He's a lot of fun. Tim Robbins is always good. Yeah. Jackie, your number nine. Hunter Killer. Hunter Killer, uh, starring Gerard Butler and um, Gary Oldman. Okay, why why Hunter Killer? Because we discussed that slightly in the year in review and or not year in review, the Smap Fuzz, and it did not walk away with any awards. But go ahead. I like Gerard Butler. So it's just Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler is in a movie, <laughs> therefore it makes my year in review. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes, that is exactly why this movie is there. I like Gerard Butler. He looks very, very handsome in this movie. I also like one of the sniper guys, the redheaded sniper guy. That goes in the tactical team that goes and yeah. saves in the president. Right, right. Toby, the guy. He was on, yeah. He Toby was, Stevens. Yeah. yeah, he was also in uh, Black Sails. Right. Oh, boy, is he good in that show. Yeah, I really like that guy, too. So yeah, that Toby was like Stevens a double awesome. whammy for me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, I'm not going to leave him behind. And then he mm-hmm. goes back to get his dude, but he that guy's already dead. Right. Uh, I don't know. It just really, <laughs> really so like Gerard let me ask Butler. You this. If Gerard Butler was in a Burger King commercial, would it make her year in review? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, like, depends. If it's an extended commercial, I can count it. Right. They, they should do that. Like there, there should be like a like a McConaughey and the Lincoln type feel to, a, to these this new series of Gerard Butler Burger King commercials about like what it's like to be eating a Burger King burger and they all stink like like they're Gerard Butler movies but in Burger King commercials I oh. really and then he gets in a fight with a toilet what um, that's the action part like he fights a toilet <laughs> he's going to after he eats a lot of fist? Burger King everybody fights the toilet after they have Burger King right but it, it's the to- it, the toilet's your friend. <laughs> He's your ally in the Burger really? King equation. I don't go around shitting on my friends. Yeah. He's trying to help you out. Like, man, I know you don't feel good. Go ahead and take a huge dump in me. That's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. I'm your buddy. You're not, you don't, you're like, fuck you, toilet. <laughs> that's, sometimes I do when it's dirty and I don't want to clean it. <laughs> yeah, that's not the Maybe, toilet's fault. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, you should get like a sticker for your toilet that has a smiley face and then fill her up. <laughs> <laughs> And then you'll be like, oh, you are my friend. You're my buddy. I missed you. Hug the toilet. <laughs> That's every weekend for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when you end up in a pile on the floor by yourself. <laughs> Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. Yeah, this episode brought to you by Gerard Butler. Um, I, you know, Hunter Killer, I kind of also liked. It's just, 
for Gerard Butler, it's just so hard to not see him as Mike Banning. And when he's not Mike Banning, he's not Gerard Butler to me. He needs to punch guys. Yeah. He has to do that. He's in, you know, he's an exec on this one. Mm -hmm. And I think on, he was, I don't know if he was silent, but I thought he was a producer on Geostorm as well, which has very little of him actually in action. Right. And I know that he broke his neck during one of the Banning movies. And so I think he's doing what he can to get away from physical stunts. Yeah, and he's stunts. 55 years old or something and like that. He broke his neck? Yeah. yeah, he shattered a... Or didn't shatter, but he... he cracked a vertebrae. He didn't actually vertebrae. know it until a couple days later, but it actually has caused him some health problems. Mm-hmm. And I think he wants to get away from having to do stunt work, but at the same time, it's like, you don't uh, do it for me when you're the captain of a submarine. I, it's not that I don't... Oh, it does for me. It's okay, not that I, does, I don't dislike him not doing action. I just... Want, want him. I need that, and you know I want to be the coin that's in his pocket in this movie. With his lint, what the fuck does that <laughs> even mean, Jackie? I want to be the bacteria on his <laughs> testicles. That's right. Then I could be near to him, <laughs> always and also inside of his skin, wearing I keep, him. I keep getting these like brief emails <laughs> and, and Facebook messages of people saying, "I like Jackie's weirdness," and it hurts my brain actually when you say things sometimes, like. It, it bends time and space to try to have figure out your nonsense. I want to be the coin in his pocket. Because he mm-hmm. has that coin in the movie. Yes. Yeah. And he Why keeps would it you want to be a coin in his pocket? Have you been inside, looked in your pockets? They're gross. Maybe his pockets aren't. Why do you yeah. Think, why his do you pockets think, are going to be gross because he's got a military outfit on. Why, why do you think money smells so bad? Like, just take a whiff of a handful of change sometime. <laughs> pockets are gross. Yeah. Um... Uh, we'll see what happens with Angel Has Fallen this year, though. I'm pretty excited about yeah. that. Uh, I, I'm guessing Angel Has Fallen is probably going to be the end of Mike Banning, um, but uh, you know, like a trilogy type thing. But uh, I'm pretty excited about yeah. it. So. I so Hunter Killer. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, Gary Oldman? Why are you even in this what movie? What the fuck, Gary Oldman? This is a cash. This is just a check. He, he didn't do that usually. He didn't do that. Like, uh, how many days am I going to be there? I don't know, probably three. Yeah, all right, I'll do it. Did Did in, you read the script, Gary Oldman? Ah, I don't care. No, in fact, I don't even know if I'm going to do the lines. I'm just going to yell for my day that I'm here. I want an leave. Oscar. I won an Oscar last year, guys. Yeah. Why are you here, Gary Oldman? Because everybody needs a paycheck, Justin. Gary Oldman he's does got, not. He's he sitting on a <laughs> mountain of money. <laughs> I just don't understand why he's in it at all. I don't get it. Who's either. the lady too? What lady? The lady that works for the gu- she's the one that's like putting the, all the things together. Gary Oldman's yelling at constantly. Yeah, she figures out uh who how to send Toby Stevens wherever the hell he's going. She was somebody too, I thought. Uh her name is Linda Cardellini. Um Yeah, dude. Yeah. She's Okay. Yeah, like from she was Thelma and Scooby Doo. She's Hawkeye's wife and Avengers. Oh, yeah, she's she been Hawkeye's in wife. fucking everything. She, she was is Freaks in, and Geeks. She's in the uh, number one movie at the box office this weekend. She's the main in it. Yeah, which is one of those Annabelle fucking movies. So we're not even going to talk about it. Blue Mouse bullshit. But uh, Boo. yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So her star is rising, I guess. I think that she's always been on the verge of the A-list, but never really sort of... Oh, I think she's getting on the verge of the B-list, Sam. I think you're giving a lot of credit to Linda Cardellini. I think you should watch her be Thelma again and be like, 
Thelma's not supposed to make me forget about Daphne, and who's Daphne? What? Oh, that's I, you're incorrect about that. Everybody has the secret crush on Thelma. It's the it's the hot librarian thing. Yeah, but in that movie, it's not Thelma. It's Thelma, you fucking moron. Whatever. Who? You son of a bitch. It's Velma. Whatever. <laughs> I can't think of her name because when Cardellini did it, I was like, blah, blah, blah. I'm Red Brown. Mommy, buttermilk and mouth. Mom, 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 mom. <laughs> Sam, you're the most immature person I've ever met, and I've met a lot of babies. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn Howerton, for that one. Uh, yeah, um, Hunter Killer. Okay. Yeah, Hunter Killer. <laughs> Um, my number eight, is that where we're at? Yeah. Yep. My number eight movie, Speak of the Devil, is Hawkeye. Not that Hawkeye, the other Hawkeye. The other Hawkeye. Starring, uh, two guys who fucking hate each other. <laughs> In a buddy cop. <laughs> In a buddy cop movie. Um, it's okay. They hate everybody <laughs> that's not the two of them more than they hate each other. So right. I guess they're friends. Um, Hawkeye is just such a weird, self-aware movie of how stupid it is. And these two guys having a ton of fun with it. And arguably the worst line in all of film ever delivered. I I came here to get certified, not pasteurized. <laughs> <laughs> and shitty Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Um, and Hawk himself. Uh, unfortunately, I can't remember the actor's name. No, he was also the director too, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's just so bad and yeah. so dumb and so cheesy and so knowing that it's stupid and dumb and cheesy and has fun with it. I think Hawkeye's fucking awesome. I loved, but it's on my list too, just much higher. Ah, I really liked Hawkeye because he's it is self aware, but he still manages to be the biggest dumbass. Ever. He's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> And they're dirty cops. They're, they're dirty cops. And it's not like we have to determine. It's not like running scared where the movie is telling us these are the good cops. And we're yeah. like, no, these are fucking dirty cops. That movie is telling us that they're dirty cops. Yeah, like, there's like guys that come in and be like, you're fucking dirty cops. <laughs> we're on to you. Yeah, we know. We, we know we're dirty they're cops. like, I can't even pay attention to you right now. I've got. <laughs> I just. You know what? Fuck off. I'm going to go to the bar yeah, and kick somebody's ass for no reason. <laughs> I just stole $40,000 up your ass and around the corner, buddy. Yeah, yeah. see ya. Uh, I like the scene also where he goes into the gay bar, speaking of which. Yeah. And what's his thing that he keeps saying about, like, it's like back in Texas where, like, oh, oh yeah. that's what we always say in Texas. Back We're in gonna Texas. going to get in the man pile or something. And then it's <laughs> like, like every, stop saying that. Yeah, he back in Texas. And then everyone in the movie looks like, you're from Texas? <laughs> really? Is it? I mean, all right. <laughs> Karate Asian cop. I guess you're wearing butt pants, so <laughs> we'll give it to you. And he does like to like. He's almost. He gives himself a lot of butt shots in this. Oh, movie. absolutely. He, he kind of goes to town on. Hey, you guys, watching the movie? Did you see my butt yet? Again, for the first time in two seconds. He loves it. He does love it. Um. Yeah. Oh, Hawkeye. It's so. I almost think that Hawkeye knows that nobody is going to like these two cops. Yeah. Like the, the director and, and the writer is like, I don't want anybody to like these two cops, but you ain't to end up do yeah. because they're such fucking dickheads. Uh-huh. 
It's a lot like Shotgun Jones. Yeah, except a lot like it's Shotgun. a better Shotgun. Yeah. I like Shotgun Jones a lot, too, because he just doesn't make sense. Right. He's too big. <laughs> and he's a bounty hunter now. Wait, what? <laughs> he's, yeah, he doesn't fit in the shots. Right. He towers over everybody. But his character makes as little sense as Hawkeye's character. Uh-huh. Like, it's not just that you don't have any character motivation. Like, in the story world of this movie, I don't think your character knows where his keys are. Exactly. He can't even find his apartment. But Hawkeye is treated by his fellow officers as if he's fucking Harry Callahan. Like, oh, shit. Hawkeye's here. Yeah. This just got serious. Everybody stand back. We don't want to get in Hawkeye's way. That's how they treat maybe the worst cop. He's a loose cannon. Really? (laughs) Did somebody tell me he's from Texas? (laughs) Why is he? What's he talking about? This man pile thing. Yeah. (laughs) Who's that other that's not Eddie Murphy, is it? No, that's definitely not. What is going on with these guys? He shows up to a bank robbery where hostages have been taken, and by him having shown up, all the hostages die. He shoots one of the hostages. He shoots a hostage. Not like, what do you do, Jack? Shoot the hostage. He blows the hostage away. Without like, thinking. Suck it. <laughs> Eat lead. <laughs> Fucking bank teller. Yeah. It's like he's... If you're not pulling the trigger, you ain't playing the game. Wait, what are you talking about? You just shot the hostage. Yeah, and then like his the downside of shooting a hostage is you just get the cliche yell at mm-hmm. the next day by the captain. You're causing too much damage in this town. One more mistake like that, Hawkeye, and I'm probably going to have to suspend you for about six hours. Yeah. <laughs> you keep shooting the... You shot that hostage and the mayor six feet up my ass. <laughs> it's the mayor yelling at you out of my mouth from my ass right now. Goddamn mayor on me again because of you. Um, no, he's, he's going to jail for murder. <laughs> I'm going to put you behind a desk for a couple weeks, yeah. Hawkeye, if you don't stop blowing up the city. Yeah. <laughs> you actually burned down the entire police station for no reason. <laughs> I'm on fire myself right now. I don't even understand why I'm I don't I'm like your here. attitude, Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Hawkeye's great. Uh, number eight, Sam. Lost Empire. The Lost Empire. This was my first viewing on that one as well. I uh-huh. hadn't seen it. And uh, Wernerski's. It was Wernerski. Yeah, I like it. I didn't like it as much as my other two favorite Wernerski movies, but it was like, wow, that's something else. And boobs. I guess. Yeah, um, some of the two of the biggest boobs we've ever uh, uh, done a podcast on. Sure. Uh, like there's Russ Meyer movies and then there's the Lost Empire. Well, she was in Russ Meyer movies. There you go. Yeah. Those are some big She's a Russ Meyer girl. Those are as big as you can get. Yep. Without yeah. getting weird looking. May- I mean, they're just huge boobs. They're huge boobs. Um, yeah. Lost Empire is fucking great, man. And I- it's just wacky. And it comes in under the radar, too, because like you've got the the big shiny uh, uh, Winnerski movies that every the, the cult classics, as it were, you know, the Death Stalker two and the Chopping Mall and the um, Munchie. Earth, well, no, no, not Munchie. Not Munchie. Uh, Earth Girls are easy, and uh, you know the the ones that everybody talks about. And Lost Empire is kind of like, wait, why haven't I seen this before? Yeah, like we saw it when a friend of the show Roman brought it in, and I'd never even heard of it to tell you the truth. But I'm a huge Winnerski fan. Which kind of makes me sound like I'm not a Wernerski fan, which I hadn't even seen his first fucking movie, and it's as good as that. Um, and we popped it in, and, and it was like, wow. Huh. I was expecting something that was not very, very Wernerski-esque, because nobody talks about it. But it's, like, 
ah, I see the foundation for everything to come yeah. here, Jim. Foundation of boobs. Yep. Yep. Raven. <laughs> Raven de la Cox. De la, de la Cox. De la Cruz, I believe. De la Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> she, Raven Della Red Brown. <laughs> she, she had the uh, the best scene in this whole movie, right? Oh, when she takes her shirt off, of course. <laughs> well, with the snake, <laughs> right? It right, was right. Just so sexy. Yeah, was oh. it? Yeah, Jackie, I don't like Jackie snakes. likes snakes on ladies. I, a, like, I think it's sexy. People, some people think it's a thing. It's a clearly it, there is arousal to some people because they put snakes on the naked ladies. It happens. I think that I was ruined by science class or something because we had snakes and they smell gross. They smell terrible. So whenever I see a snake on the screen, like, oh, look at the snake on the lady, I'm like, those things don't smell good. Right. They're yucky. Yeah, they're covered in their own shit because they just slide through it they all day. Get worms as bad as, oh, that was gross. Yeah. Yeah. Ew, they get worms? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. and it comes... Because the snake's metabolism is super slow. Uh-huh. So when they shit, it's like the entire animal that they ate. Right. And one time this shit, this huge-ass python in our science class shit. Burmese. And it looked like a human brain made of worms. It was like that big and worms were alive and it was like... <laughs> oh, my God. Never mind. Yeah, Naked snakes lady, snake are not, yeah, yeah, no. no, You've broken her. <laughs> you've broken me now. That's... Like, Wow, half, that's so half gross. of the 1980s Playboy catalog is now unviewable by Jackie yeah. because so of the do, snake thing. What if the snake like poops on you when it's doing its snake thing? It does. Oh. It does. There's no warning. It's not like you train a snake to. You can't train a snake to poop. Hold it. Hold it. Yeah, we got to get this shot, Mr. Yeah. Snake. No, they just pee and poop. Ew. Ah. Yeah, snakes are not Ew. sexy in the least. And even if it, it, they are sexy, what's the connotation there? I mean, is it like Satan type shit? Like, ooh, you know, the, oh, the what's that called? The original sin, sure. blah, 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 blah. Or is it like... Wieners. S- is it like fucking tentacle porn? Is that what I it... I think it's like tentacle porn. That's not it at no. all, guys with cameras and snakes and big booby ladies. Not yeah. down. Not down. Yeah, now that we've really talked about the snake business you're out i'm out that's just so fucking gross unless you're talking about the dance of the three snakes that's hot <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'm pretty sure she rolled her eyes at it yeah mm. <laughs> not hot um yeah uh lost empire uh possibly ninjas possibly robots possibly evil james bond villain tournament fighting like if you're a 13 year old boy and you just start saying words that you like mm-hmm. jim winerski makes a film about it for you <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's what the lost empire is i, I love yeah, the I lost it. empire yeah me too jackie you're number eight alice sweet alice alice sweet alice uh mostly rememberable for brooke shields first acting appearance yes but this is the one where they have the raincoat mm-hmm. and the kids going around killing other kids at the right, communion right and we never quite find out who actually kills who. I'm still baffled by that. And, and that still baffles me. That's why it made my list is because I I ha- very rarely do I watch movie and I don't get it. Or I don't get who killed who and well, all that Well, on this crap. show, it happens all the goddamn time. <laughs> well, she's usually the last one to fall off the cart. Yeah, true. Like, you're like 
10 minutes into the movie, like, I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> and I usually keep it together for about three quarters, but if it loses me, Jackie can usually be like, this is what's happening. Like, oh, okay. Oh. When she falls off the cart, you know that there's, it's like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but I think Alice Sweet Alice is supposed to make you feel like that. Like, because you're told who, what's going on by the, the con or the, the way the film is uh, edited together and, and, and the, the, uh, not continuity, but the timeline of events. You, I mean, and the film is called Alice Sweet Alice, so you think it's fucking Alice, but I is don't it? think it is because there's a shrine to Alice, right? And then the fat cat, the the fat neighbor with all the cats, tries to molest her, right? Yeah, which I, yeah, that fat neighbor thing was weird yeah it was super weird and, and not weird in like a bad filmmaking movie i think that the that what the fat neighbor was supposed to do was accomplished by the viewer you're supposed to feel uncomfortable by the fat mm. neighbor in a horror way like a like a psychological horror not like a cat jumping out of the cupboard which Whoa, they did scary. in that scene um uh uh the horror sting type of way you're supposed to feel icky and psychologically gross inside by it like i i think alice sweet alice is a good movie i think it's it's not for me but i do think it accomplishes something that very few horrors do and not give you horror stings and make you feel icky on the inside much like uh your antonio banderas uh the skin i live in movie yeah or um uh, pedro almodovar's film from a few years ago yeah there was another one that we really liked that makes you feel that way that those are the best horror movies to me the one yeah i mean when i watched the skin i live in the first time when i realized what when it had when you realize mm. i sat straight up and put my hands like fists in my mouth and i looked around in the theater people were writhing right you're right. just like oh my god <laughs> um I think that Alice Sweet Alice is um, basically that uh, very early on. This is a mid-70s movie, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Brooke Shields is like seven. The other weird thing is about Alice, Alice Sweet Alice is the actor, or the actress, however you want to phrase that. She's playing a like 10-year-old, mm -hmm. something like that. She's 30. Huh. What? That person's 30 at the time of this? What? It's it's like freakish. Like she's got Benjamin Buttons. Huh. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That is weird. Yeah. Uh yeah, I I I'll I'll go there with you if you're if you like uh uh horror movies, check out Alice Sweet Alice for sure. Any other things to remark on that since i basically talked about it for yeah. an hour and you said nothing <laughs> i didn't watch it so i can't say anything was i looking at you you son of a fucking bitch you were damn You're it. staring at me right now <laughs> stop looking at me <laughs> um okay jackie don't make me pull this car over you too <laughs> uh my number seven the lost empire the lost oh. empire yeah um i'm gonna go ahead and declare this the year of the jim winerski uh we're going to be talking about well, him a little yeah, bit. We'll mention him a little bit later. Um, so I think I've said uh, everything that I'm going to say about Lost Empire, except for one other thing that we didn't mention so far. The ever-rotating eyebrows of the lead villain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. That guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, anytime you have a villain who's fake eyebrows are rotating <laughs> scene to scene, you're, <coughs> you're on to something, huh? Yeah. Sam? Number seven. 
Mine, number seven, is another uh, Smabfa Underachiever. Mm. Hurricane Heist. The Hurricane Heist. Mm. It didn't have what it takes to pull in any of the awards, right. but... It's dumb as shit. It's dumb yeah, as shit. well, hmm. <laughs> there's a brother who's got a vendetta with a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, there's also weathermen have batmobiles. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a real thing, right? Yeah, the weatherman batmobile. Yeah, that's you, in you, this. You get out of college, they give you your meteorologist degree and your batmobile. <laughs> and your batmobile. <laughs> that's just how it works. <laughs> they only give those to the top five percent of the class. <laughs> Do you think that there's like there is rankings for meteorologists? Like I graduated at the top of my field at being wrong at the weather predictions. <laughs> <laughs> there is because they show it on the news, right? It's like chief meteor- meteorologist. Like oh, so he's the boss of the other two. Right. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm tired of you. And they both not just getting wrong enough at the weather. And they just go to AccuWeather.com. <laughs> they well, it all goes to the National Weather Service. Right. Like the movie Weatherman is beautiful because of uh-huh. that. When he's like, can't you give me better numbers? And the guy just turns and goes, it's just wind. It blows around everywhere. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Weather, yeah. God, that's a great Nick Cage movie. Um, Nick Cage was a yeah. good weatherman. Yes. He's the he, star of Weatherman. the star of the Weatherman. Oh, I'm thinking of... Um, Anchorman. Sorry. Anchorman. <laughs> yeah, I'm Sorry. thinking of Anchorman. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Rick Clinton Tamblin. Top meteorologist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love Lamp. Um, nope, different movie. Um, what the fuck movie are we talking about? Oh, Hurricane Heist. Heist. Yeah. Um, Maggie Grace is always great yeah. um, because she stinks. Um, I don't know why she ever is a thing. I mean, she's pretty enough, sure. Yeah. But did you watch Lost? She's not, she, whatever it is, she does not have it. Yeah, no, Evangeline Lilly had it. Out of had that it. Show. Yeah. Like, like she oozes it. it. Uh, Maggie Grace keeps showing up in these movies. Like, she's a thing. She's like, she's not, she's a likable Tara Reed. Like, you're a thing? Yeah. How does that mm. work? Less drunk Tara Reed. Right. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know much so, about Which it. makes her less likable to me. Than Tara Reid. Oh, okay, because you like drunk chicks. <laughs> yeah, I like drunk Tara Reeds. I mean, she gets white girl. Like, <laughs> she gets she white girl parties. Uh, I, yeah, she does. Hey, Tara, yeah. your your titty gets out. Just, it's actually on my face right now. Uh, you know? Did you never see the the faux pas? The Tara Reed. All of her stuff has come out at one point. No, on she's accident. out on the red carpet doing the Tara Reed. Uh, yeah. I'm hot. Like she's shitty Paris Hilton. And her titty comes out. Yeah. On the red carpet. And everybody's like pointing at her. And all obviously all the paparazzi went fucking (laughs) taking pictures. And it took her like 30 seconds for her to realize her titty was out. And then another 45 (laughs) to get it back in because she was so drunk. (laughs) Sorry. There, it's covered. I I puked on my pretty dress. Oh, no. It's just covered in vodka and it's running off. I didn't eat food anymore. <laughs> Less it's vodka. <laughs> so Hurricane Heist, Hurricane. <laughs> not Tara Reid. It's a good segue, Tara Reid, because my main thing about Hurricane Heist is like, oh, so they're putting sci-fi channel movies in theaters now? Right. Because <laughs> right. that's what that is. It really is. It's one shark shy, right? Exactly. Well, and there's nobody in it. 
that like, you care about. Oh, like like, like the actor characters wise. Are, well, Maggie Grace. Except Maggie Grace. Um, and uh, to- Toby Kebler. Uh, Toby Kebler is now a, something that we're going to keep an eye on for sure. Because he's in only shit movies. He's terrible. I liked their romantic dialogue in the Batmobile. She's right. Like, so what did you do before you had a Batmobile? And he was like, I thought about Batmobiles. <laughs> <laughs> my brother was, or my dad was killed by this, this, this hurricane. And so I've been thinking about that my whole life. Yeah. I like that his dad got run over by a uh, grain harvester. I thought he got hit by a sign. It was or like, is that Kevin Costner? So it's one of those, it's called a, I believe it's called a sphere windmill. Mm-hmm. But it's a type of windmill and that like pops off of its thing and he gets like it tumbles over the top of him and he dies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. just like this big steel ball kind of hits him and that's the end of him, I guess. And 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 it's seriously Toby Kebler's uh uh origin story. It's it's Bruce Wayne going into the Batcave. Yeah. Like that was the day I swore vengeance upon all hurricanes, and so I entered meteorological school <laughs> yeah. and they gave me a Batmobile. Well, uh-huh. you know, you know he's legit because he can see the face in the storm. Right. No, they're enemies. The hurricane is literally his Joker. I thought that was uh, Vosloo, the mummy, right? Right. Comes <laughs> out at the end. <laughs> You're like, hey, that's from the mummy. You can't do. So the hurricane's a guy? <laughs> he's a guy. <laughs> That's Frank. Yeah. Frank the hurricane. There probably was a hurricane, Frank. Probably. Yeah. I bet you people didn't like Hurricane Frank because they probably got killed from him. Hurricanes suck. Hurricanes piss me off. We should we should do something about hurricanes. Yeah, you go to meteorologist, go get your Batmobile, and then turns out you still can't fight it. Um, it's a hurricane. Can yeah. you shoot him with a shotgun? No. Okay. I I heard somebody tried that. That doesn't work. That's too bad. I think what happens is is that after you get done with your heist, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he'll you get ahead of the one semi and the other semi will get sucked into Frank. Right. And he like eats it with his man face mouth nom, nom. then he's like i'm good for a while and then you win so the hurricane is kind of like galactus as well yeah like he just arrives to start eating things and you just have to feed him bad guys until he gets full uh-huh or have a nice discussion with him shout out to squirrel girl um yeah fucking hurricane heist i kind of think we underrated it to tell you the truth like versus the other ones that just didn't have it and that's the thing is that i think Really, for me, where it got kicked out was Mortal Engines mm-hmm. kicked it out for me. Yeah, it's it's very similar to how we treated Gods of Egypt, where yeah. it just got decimated by London Has Fallen. And but it, it, afterwards, you start thinking about it, you're like, man, I may need to rewatch that. It was dumb as shit. I may need we, we may need to check out Hurricane Iced a couple. couple yeah, I'll watch it. I'll times. definitely watch it again. When I was watching it the first time, I was like. This is as bad as they can do and this put it in a theater. This is as bad as they, they can do and put it in a theater, indeed. That's not true. We had the Kirk Cameron Christmas that one year. Well, that was, that's that's propaganda. Yeah, propaganda. And they'll, that wasn't a wide release. That had toured. It didn't. It wasn't everywhere at once, so it wasn't like a wide release. It this was, is the oh, action shit. blockbuster movie of the early spring. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, what was that? St. Joseph or whatever went in there and killed all those people. That was a Christmas tale. Yeah, okay. Why are no, we no, talk- St. Nicholas. Why are we talking about something that's film propaganda? St. Dirty Harry filled him full of hot lead. Yeah, yep. right. I don't know what she's talking about anymore. Let's go with uh, my number eight pick. Okay. <laughs> or my number seven pick, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theodore Rex. Oh, what? my. Yeah, God. this baby made it on the list. Oh, 
I thought I don't this... feel bad about Howard the Duck now. <laughs> you probably shouldn't. I don't know. I just I liked the dinosaurs. They were pieces of shit, you know, and they were funny and and uh, you know the whole Mrs. Rex, you know the nightclub lady, quote unquote, sexy lounge singer. Did I know <laughs> the, right? And the one dinosaur that keeps trying to pick up on Whoopi Goldberg that keeps burping in her face, <laughs> which is so weird. It's very you, Jackie. Yeah. It's, it's it is a weird movie. I love it. That are you're telling me that this is funny, but it's just too weird. Like what? That doesn't even fucking make sense yeah. on a comedic level. But uh, some people like your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> also, that Whoopi Goldberg is a robot cop. She's a robot yeah. cop. With a dinosaur partner? Or she's a cyborg, and so they, like, chopped her head off and put it on a robot cop? I don't really know. I think she's just a robot she's cop. She's a robot cop all the way? Yeah. Through, huh? Okay. All right. Um, I disagree. I think <laughs> Theodore Rex is truly one of the most unviewable films that's ever <laughs> I cannot recommend that to anybody it's unwatchable it hurts me on the inside to even think about it it's so it's the poor execution of the worst ideas ever uh-huh and I, in that respect it's like well if you want to see the worst idea ever done badly go right ahead yeah because this is it it's they don't get it. worse right. i mean they Monster Ago goes probably a little worse. Yeah, it's probably a little worse. But yeah, I think... It's uh, up there. Uh, Theodore Rex deserves to be in the bottom of my MDB 100. It's it, truly one of the shittiest movies ever made. It should be bottom 10. Yeah, it probably should. But, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. That is just so weird. It just does not make... You don't make sense. You're an enigma wrapped in a question box. Bacon. Bacon wrapped enigma. That's exactly right, Jackie. Sure. Even the statement about your weirdness doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon How did you get enigma. the bacon on that? <laughs> what is that? Is that a lot of bacon or not very much bacon? I can't tell. It's a bacon question. Yeah. Bacon riddle. Bacon itself is puzzling me. <laughs> okay. Theodore Rex. And that's all you have to say about it. <laughs> yeah, I just watched the dinosaur club scene. That you know, the anytime that they're in the dinosaur club, that's that's awesome. You mean the one time? They go in there twice. Hmm. I don't remember twice, but okay. Maybe three times. Uh, my number six, and I could be, uh, I could be argued. I could understand if this wasn't your bag of uh, iced tea, as it were, or bacon wrapped uh, enigmas. <coughs> Angels Brigade, because I think my favorite genre is hot lady team ups. Yeah, I really like hot lady team up yep. movies. I did not think any of these ladies were hot. Well, no, the the lead singer lady, she is hot. super hot. She is smoking hot. There's no getting around it. Their dress, the you, you the whole podcast you were like, "Oh yeah, man, that dress and what? well the song and everything." Yeah. Shine 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 shine. Yeah, I think she, I think she's super hot. Um it's the one that we're told is super hot, the teacher who's not super hot. Yeah. Uh, and I think the the tall uh, kung fu demolition lady. I think she's good looking. I, you know what? I am not going to be able to kick any of these ladies out of bed for eating crackers. Nah, probably not. Um, I would. Like Hell Squad. Um, uh, a lot of the swords and sandals movies. Yeah. Um, I think that's why I kind of like swords and sandals movies is because most of the time it's a bunch of chicks kicking the shit out of the dudes. I kind of like that. Is that weird? You want somebody to step on your balls? Ooh, is, it went right there, didn't is, it? Is that is that where I'm going with this? I don't know. 
Like maybe. Why do I like this genre of film? I mean, I like chicks kicking the shit out of dudes for some reason. Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see you got Justin a porno for Christmas. Yeah, it's Red Sonia steps on a dick. Oh, I do not like Red Sonia. Um, because she relies on the, the Schwaz does all the ass kicking. She just makes poopy faces and has like this weird. No, you can't have sex with me. Plot. Um, th- but I, I guess I'm not alone because there's a lot of those. Oh yeah, movies. that's what uh, people. Made. I think they it's do just well. You like strong women. Well, I like chicks holding big guns. <laughs> you yes. ever see that G Gordon Lady calendar? It no, started as a joke, but he ended up. It happened. It's like ladies shooting M60s in bikinis. Oh yeah, 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 Dude. yeah. I've seen stuff like and that. And it was like you, you see the calendar, and you're like, unfortunately, this can only be properly enjoyed in video mm-hmm. because a lady shooting an M60 wearing a bikini, those things are going to be all over the place. Right. Um. It's just that Charlie's Angels thing. Yeah, like, Charlie's I, Angels I, I, is fun. Uh, like, it's fun to me. I because usually the acting's terrible um, because they hire Playboy models rather than actual actresses because mm-hmm. they got to be super hot. So you get a bunch of people that can't act their way out of a paper bag, and then the villain's usually Jack Palance, just because he's Jack Palance. Yeah, <laughs> like well, yes. Who are we gonna have a bunch of ladies kick ass? Well, what's Jack doing? Like and. Uh, Anytime you get Jack Palance on TV, I'm down. I'm down. I love it. Yeah, he's, no, I'm with you. That was a good movie. He's slightly creepy without being gross. Mm, right. Right. Uh, but you would be flattered if he hit on you. Kind yeah. of weird guy. Like, okay. I. It's kind of like, you know, the, the town whore. If she takes an interest or he takes an interest in you, you're like, yeah, I'm good enough for the town whore. And then you never sleep with him because you're like, no, you probably have herpes. No. It's kind of like you make the list, but then you're like, all right, I'm good. Any that's, club that would have me, I wouldn't join. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not a little how, bit farther, but. That's not how it worked for me. Oh, the town whore likes me. Cool. Let's yeah. do this. <laughs> Wait, you're the town whore? <laughs> yes, I am. Post facto. Like after you have, oh, I was just having sex with whoever. Whoops. Maybe <laughs> I'm the town whore. Oh, no. <laughs> You're the town idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the bike would fly. I really did. Um, then you've got Darby Hinton is the worst drug dealer of all time. <laughs> uh, and he gets the shit kicked out of him by an eight-year-old. <laughs> he also doesn't get math enough to do it. Right. That's, that's rough. You um, can't do enough math to sell drugs. Oof. And Peter Lawford... As Peter Lawford. As Peter Lawford. Because he's drunk as fuck. He's drunk as fuck. Anytime you got your main villain who is literally drunk as fuck while he's acting, man, I love that. I love drunk actors. You like drunk chicks? I like drunk actors. I like drunk actors, too. Yeah, it's great. He had to get prop. Like, they had to prop him up on shit Uh here and there. Right. Well, he was trying to paint at one point, too. And he's just... And he's just smearing the paint around <laughs> on the canvas, like, yeah, painting. Somebody in the art department's like, you motherfucker, I work so hard to make that look cool. Yeah, I love I love it when people are drunk on screen. Like, well, I mean, it's kind of sad because you know that their life is in the dumpster. Like, they're, they're alcoholics. If you're drunk at work, you're an alcoholic. I'm sorry, that's the end of the day. You've got a disease. Yeah. But as a horrible human person that I am, I like watching him work. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, if you're that far gone uh-huh. and you're still getting to do it in movies, 
I guess the chips have fallen in your direction. <laughs> yeah, you're still working. As your liver rots from the inside. Yeah, things are working out great. Hey, <laughs> Everything's I, coming up, Lawford. <laughs> it sucks, because I think Oliver Reed is my hero. <laughs> yeah, he, he might be. And that's why, oh, God, he's so drunk, he can't even... They can't even prop him up sometimes. Right. Like, he lays down in the movie because he's so drunk he can't do anything but lay. And then still delivers his lines. I still think Orson Welles is the is the 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 bar for drunk acting. <laughs> it's a little bar. That <laughs> shit where he couldn't bar. fucking... The champagne was just goes... <laughs> they're like, and we're rolling. And he's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so just say whatever. No Orson Welles. <laughs> There's a script. Did say, you get the script? Just, oh, I thought that was for another movie. <laughs> yeah. I just say whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. That's rolling. <laughs> In fact, we're done now because you just, <laughs> you just did. You killed it, Orson. <laughs> You've sold all the champagne. Um, yeah, like that end of Orson Welles' career where he just <laughs> is in a bunch of bad movies. They're all like tedious dramas, but he's clearly just barfing on himself. <laughs> after in between shots uh it's great but horrible <laughs> but horrible <laughs> I mean, uh, sorry about your disease but then he was it was weird because that thing with uh where uh Sybil Shepherd was talking about it because he didn't drink all the time uh except for when he was at work yeah because end. he didn't want to do it right he didn't want to do it and uh he this had to bullshit. have my... all these movies are bullshit yeah so he, he had a bit of uh the the Hollywood or not the Hollywood Boulevard the Sunset Boulevard uh mentality it's not me that got small yeah. it was the pictures um yeah he he had a a, a degree of that and so he sure booze up on stage but yeah when he was at home not working he would just eat fudge pops fudge pops those are delicious they're pretty good speaking of alcoholism i did hear now that you can make your own fruit pops with vodka (laughs) just saying you you can now do that now before freezing temperatures weren't cold enough before we didn't have the technology <laughs> well, before vodka just refused it said uh-uh i'm not turning to ice i'm staying liquid thank god for this modern world we live in where we can freeze vodka yeah. <laughs> you nutter there was a lady that came in that was like changing everyone's life like she bought some sign about wine slushies right mm-hmm. and everybody's looking at it like yeah weird you can freeze it and it turns into a slushy. This is not fucking You news. didn't. Yeah. But yes, you're right. You can now get toasted as fuck on wine when it's super hot. On on cold stuff. <laughs> on cold stuff. Cool. Uh, number six. Angels Brigade. <laughs> That's how we're going to end that. Sam, number six. Deathstalker 2. Deathstalker 2? Two? 2. Wait. Yes. I'll, as well. <laughs> I think is how she almost says it. When she's yelling at him. Uh, yeah, there it is. Jim Winerski's uh, back on the list. And it's funny, too, because I was like, I was like, oh, it's a thin year. So the bottom gets Howard the Duck. But even though it's a thin year, the top of this year for me was actually pretty hot. Yeah. If because, you're if number six is Deathstalker yeah, 2. That's hot because Deathstalker 2 is one of my all time favorite bad movies. Yeah. It's my favorite Winorski movie. I fucking love it. It might be my favorite Swords and Sandal movie. And it has that female wrestler in it with the red hair. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, what is her name? Uh, uh, she Deanna Boher. Yeah, but what was her stage name? Uh, she fucking, the bear lady? Yeah, she fucking beat up a goddamn bear. How do you fight a bear? on Like, 
like for money. Yeah. <laughs> not because you're Leo DiCaprio and you get your ass eaten by a bear and become the undead. Um, Queen Kong is what it says is uh, her. No. Uh, oh, God. Her stage name. Matilda the Hun was also. Yeah. Yeah. Glow. She was Matilda. Yeah. The um, how do you fight a fucking bear for money? I mean, Spider-Man literally had super strength and fought a dude for his first gig. She fought a fucking bear. Yeah. Hey, bear, this is all for fun. Take it easy on her. No, I think I'm going to eat that person. Holy shit. She just fucking gave me a backbreaker. I'm a bear. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, kangaroos, you don't want to get in a boxing match with bears wrestling. That's insane. It's insane. No, she's fantastic. Um, Who's the lead in Deathstalker 2? What's his goddamn name? Because he's great, too. He's... The best John part about Terleski. Yeah, John Terleski. Yeah, he's he also co-wrote it on the plane, I guess. With uh, <laughs> that's what happened. Him and Winorski were like, well, "We're going to do the movie, right?" Yeah, let's start writing it on this plane ride to it. Can I have another frozen uh, uh, glass you're, of wine? Any more of those wine slushies? <laughs> you got any uh, fruit popsicles? Yeah, <laughs> vodka. Just just dump it in my mouth. <laughs> Can I have a hot towel? I'm about to write a movie. Just fill this woman up with so much vodka that I can milk it out of her. <laughs> yes, my dream. Red Brown's on this flight, too. <laughs> Red Brown would be at the back of the plane. Yeah. He, could, he, he, he can't get there on time. Red Brown is definitely the type of person who cannot get to the gate and, like, comes into the plane. Everybody's grouchy because the plane's been sitting... <laughs> By the fucking airport for like 15 minutes and your butt's already starting to get hot and you don't have there's not enough air. And then Reb Brown comes in with too much luggage and he's sweaty because he's been running the yeah. whole time. Or he shows up on time almost, but then he's like, nope, I have to poop. <laughs> and then he just takes this 35 minute digger. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, Dust Rocker 2. <laughs> John Terleski uh, is genuinely hilarious. Yeah. That's the other thing. It's a genuinely hilarious movie. It is genuinely hilarious. It is so funny. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Monique Gabrielle and her smuggling act that just yep. never gets old. No. <laughs> yep. Tony Naples, though, she was a disappointment. Really? I like Tony Naples. I, I love the way that she's like, I'll get you, Deathstalker 2. Uh, God, that movie's fucking great. I seriously name name a better swords and sandal movie. They, I mean, obviously better. There's fucking Lord of the Rings, but they have normal shoes. They have they don't have shoes. The boots. The hobbits don't have shoes. They same. don't have shoes, and the other people have boots. Okay. Yeah, so that's so not no a sandals. sword and sandals They're, movie. It's swords and hairy feet. Um, fantasy, just general sure. swords, wizards, bullshit genre. That might Conan. be the funnest that there is. Conan's pretty fucking fun. I like he Conan punches a, a camel. He punches a camel. Uh, Deathstalker 2, I think I'm going to take over Conan, though. I, I mean, in ter- I love Conan so much that I can't do that, but it's my favorite Wynorski movie for sure. Okay. All right. You, you uh, fly your way, I'll fly mine. Mine has schwas. Yeah. Yeah. I like Deathstalker 2 better. Barely, but that's high. I mean... Anybody to even say that yeah. sets a very high bar for Deathstalker too. You can't not have it on the top ten list. I wasn't ready for it the first time I saw it. Like it just sort of it was a bad movie Sunday, like mm-hmm. ten, fifteen years ago, and, and nobody's deciding on anything and Roman's just like, fuck this, I'm gonna put in a Wynorski movie. He hadn't seen it yet, and just like 
zings it in there and everybody's like mouth on the floor like this shit is amazing and it's completely not Deathstalker. not at it's not even at it all couldn't be less death stalker if it tried and it tried real hard right because that's the thing is they're like oh we got it no we're gonna Deathstalker and i are gonna kind of sucks guys let's re- do something different he just rapes people yeah and he's, he's kind of sucks listens to docking i don't like it <laughs> I like docking fine, but this guy's a butthole. And so they're like, well, let's get loose on this airplane and write a better movie that really isn't Deathstalker at all. And they do. Yeah. It's like one of those really good bad movies. It almost, it's not Hell Comes to Frogtown because Hell Comes to Frogtown is a masterpiece. Yeah. But it's good. It's good. And it's one of the only ones where he spent too much time. Right. Like he, he kind of. He overshot things for one of the lone times in his career, spent too much time, and even Corman goes to the bat for him, like, don't fuck with him, let him do his thing. Yeah. I don't care if he took too long, he's never done it before, he probably won't do it again, but let him do his fucking thing. And the jokes are genuinely good jokes. Yeah, they're like, funny. stand-up guys could use these jokes. Yeah. They're not corny jokes like Jim usually tells, where you could put a mm-hmm. afterwards sometimes, and so the joke is so bad. They're dad jokes sometimes. Yeah. Um, they're this weird is uncle truly, jokes. Yeah, weird uncle jokes because they're mostly about boobs. Um, Deathstalker 2 actually has legit funny, well-written jokes in it. Unironically funny yeah. jokes. And Terleski is able to deliver them very well is, yeah. is the other thing. Yeah, everybody's great. Uh, Deathstalker 2 is a great pick. Jackie, number six. Beware of the Slender Man. Oh, no! no. Yeah, this totally made my list. Horror movie. Scary. <laughs> People turn into trees. <laughs> oh, Teenage no. girls. Oh. Yeah. One of them has like a eating disorder. <laughs> <laughs> it's like framed as this horrific situation, but it's really just a slight mood swing in a library. Right. Well, you know, the white trash kid needed to escape her life. I I, I couldn't even tell you who that is, Jackie, because the movie's just gone from my brain. I remember Midnight Man more. Only because of how stupid sitting and standing inside the chalk circle was. Yeah, right. Like, that's the tree, I guess. You turn into a tree. You turn into that. a tree. So that was Slender Man. Pretty dumb, yep. too. He comes and takes you away. He doesn't come and, and take you away. You go to him. That's the dumbest. Like, that's why it's so stupid is because it's not like it's my ambition to get you to turn into a tree because I need trees. You're like... Hey, Slenderman, take me away from my shitty life. I'd like to go to Fantasy Island where I get turned into a tree. It's your thing. It's like Pinocchio. Yeah? Uh, What? Where they tell Pinocchio, oh, come to the fun land. Oh, it's reverse Pinocchio. Yeah, come to the fun land. I don't want to be a real boy. Yeah, he's, you know, the Slenderman's a false advertiser. Let's just put it out there. Okay. Because, you know, in the story, he's, you know, he's supposed to come take you from your life. It's supposed to be this great place where all these other kids really? that hate their lives, mm-hmm. you know, and they're all living in the Slender Man's the, world. The, the island of misfit toys. <laughs> right. But in reality, he just turns you into a fucking tree. You just become part of a forest. And it seems like it's uncomfortable to become a tree. Like, she's not real thrilled about the process. Like, maybe painful. Like, you know. I'm becoming a tree. And what happens when they cut you down? You get tossed in a fucking fireplace and turned into carbon. Unless you're a really nice tree and then you get turned into a wailing guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to be specific when the when yeah. the 
Slender Man comes to get you, right? Because you want you don't want to be just any tree. I need to be really. I need to be a very straight, thick maple. Otherwise, <laughs> I am not going to get Eddie Van Halen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think you get to make those terms with Slender Man. <laughs> I think he just turns you into whatever. Like, oh, that looks nice. You bring a note. You bring like a packet with you. Like a because you're not going to be able to obviously talk to him. Because he's going to turn you into a tree fast. You just like hold up the thing. It's like, like oh, a picture. I believe you. I, I see you've brought a dossier full of demands here, which is ironic because you're bringing a wood product to be turned into wood. Yeah, you know. So somebody, another person that Slenderman turned into a tree got turned into paper, so you could tell Slenderman what type of tree so you want to become. Wax you in the face with it. See, this person got turned into paper. I want to be a guitar. Uh huh. Yep. Makes sense. Thanks, the internet, yeah. for all of that stuff. Your fucking creepy pasta that doesn't make any Anyways. goddamn sense. Arbor uh. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree, Jackie. I didn't like Slitterman very much. Slitter very much. Number five for me is Deathstalker 2. All right. Yeah, just slightly ahead of you. But uh, yeah, I mean, again, you're you're absolutely right. There is There is a field ahead of these movies and we're going to be talking about them next episode so uh yeah sam you're number five my number five who killed captain alex whoa whoa sam give me a high five is that your number five too yep nice all right nice Looks like we're closing the episode out on who killed captain alex uh uh good fan of the show uh jack b's uh um it was first of his two picks for being a superior Patreon fan, the commando level. Uh, what, what's it called? Wakali Wood? Wakanda Wood. Wakali Wood? Wakanda Wood. Wakanda, Wakanda Wood. Wood. Wakanda Wood's a fake place, right? <laughs> it's fake? Yeah. What? I, well, I geography. How do you know? It's kind of the Wakandan way to hide in the shadows, you know? Like, hey, you're not even supposed to know that maybe they do exist, Sam. They're like gremlins. That doesn't gremlins. Yeah, they're real. Okay, they just don't want you to know about. Hollywood, I think, was it. Okay, Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part about who killed Captain Alex is that the movie is never concerned with that really at all. Exactly. And as it turns out, he killed himself <laughs> while taking a bath. <laughs> he slipped and fell in the bath and died. Right. He shot himself while taking a bath. Because Captain Alex was a buffoon. <laughs> the movie is the most budget movie we've ever seen yeah. because it's shot on two hundred dollars. The the Astron Six can't even do that. Um, no, they were six hundred on uh, on Manborg, I think. Right. This is two hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, and it's superior writing. Like it's genuinely knows what it's doing, the writing behind this. There is thought, passion, and belief, <laughs> and knowing at the end. Dude, I, I wonder if anybody's actually going to figure out who killed Captain Alex. Yeah. So who killed Cap? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Really? Well, this is much ado about nothing then, isn't it? <laughs> I personally, my favorite part was the announcer guy. At first, it's kind of yeah. annoying, but then it's all of a sudden he's like, well, well it's a cultural experience. Welcome yeah. to Wakanda as they're beating up a woman. This is Wakanda. <laughs> Not Wakanda. Uganda. Uganda. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a cultural experience. It was very educational, very interesting, hilarious, and just it's it, 
it's the type of film that gives you the warm and fuzzies to me. Yeah. Because an entire village came together to make this. Yeah. And everybody had a great time, enjoyed it in a country that is having a very rough go at it right now. Yes. And and not just right now. A place that's had a rough go for quite a while. It's pretty crappy right now. Um, But just the smiles that are on people's faces while they're making this film and... and Even though they're supposed to be dying. Right, right. They're just having <laughs> so much fun. It's, it's nice. Yeah. It makes me feel good. You know? It does. It does. It takes a village to... Make a movie. Make a movie. That, that old proverb. Or a bunch of assholes that don't know what they're doing. Right. They spent 400 million on it. Yeah. And are miserable with their cocaine filled lifestyles and their wives are cheating on them. And they've they're got a rapist to begin with. They're probably and... a rapist to begin with. And they probably owe money to the mafia. They're going to die on the toilet. And they're probably going to die on the toilet. Yeah. No. We'll call it wood. Good job, guys. Good job. Yeah. Jackie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your number five is uh, Who Killed Captain Alex. You got any uh, final thoughts on on final Who Killed Captain Alex? Uganda forever! <laughs> no, that's Wakanda forever. <laughs> yeah, it was... This is Uganda! <laughs> this is After Uganda! Like, somebody gets Uganda. slapped in the face, and you're like, whoa, is it? <laughs> no, I don't want to go there. Uh, what's he keep calling the bad guys? I don't remember. Uganda Commando, or some shit like that. <laughs> Tiger Commando. Tiger, Tiger force tiger i can't remember. yeah there's tiger commandos and then you get them confused but you actually can't tell who's who without that guy right so that's sort of the thing you right. kind of need him to point things out here and there it's a neat little film and i wish there was more of that stuff um there you go there's our top uh 10 through 5 tune in next week where we will cover the top four and our top three actually good movies of uh 2018 so check that out get to the chopper Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.